Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Very, very excited to have Marilyn Ricegub on this episode. You may know her as an actor, uh, 24, ring a bell, uh, as a comedian. She's got a brand new stand-up special that's out and available for you, shot exclusively and only in her garage to an audience of a refrigerator, her dog, and um, some other um, unidentified whizzing noise in the background. And most recently, you might know her as adult TikToker extraordinaire. I talked to her about all of these things, mostly TikTok. I got some really great and helpful uh, advice from her about how to do it and not hold it on a pedestal because that's what we're all doing, right? Anyway, this was an absolutely lovely conversation uh, with Marilyn Ricegrub. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you go get her special, Marilyn Ricegrub, live from the pandemic 2021 and go follow her on all social media platforms because she's really doing incredible stuff. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep. Mary Lynn, I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, and I obviously have to ask you about uh, one of the most notable things in your artistic repertoire right now. Um, and that's TikTok. <laughs> I am. Um, uh, I, I just fell into a K hole for like a half hour before oh, this interview of all of your TikToks. And as someone that's very new to TikTok and trying to figure it out, I'm inspired to say the least. Um. What that means a lot coming from you because <laughs> I see you as having conquered the internet and oh. the fact that you. I feel like you just gave me an Oscar for my TikTok, <laughs> even though we didn't even talk about the material yet, but that you went into a K-hole over my, my little TikTok. Um, let me ask you this. Did you yeah. see the ones from the Cayman Islands that I did? That's, well, that's the introductory drug, right? That's the thing that gets you hooked. And then you go deeper. The Cayman Islands. OK, first, many questions. Um, first question is, when did you start TikToking? Recently. OK. Very is recently. A few like, months ago. OK, so this is like a pandemic kind of hobby habit. I would say end of pandemic habit. Okay. It was a moment where um, I, I just was like, oh, TikTok. Because it's, it's so scary when you, especially being a fully grown adult, I consider myself an adult of uh, TikTok. Yeah. That's a ni- <laughs> that's my nice way of saying my, you know, way too old to be on TikTok. But that's not true because no. there's everything on TikTok and it's just, there's that magical honeymoon phase when you when you jump off the cliff when you go from like wait what is this dance and then once you step into it your mind is blown in a whole new way i mean is it the best format of all time debatable fully debatable okay (laughs) i went too far i went too far no i think it is because i i get in my head about it because i think i make it too precious and it's not that precious and that's the beauty of it that it's really uh very authentic and in one of the ways that you've uh you know really proven that is these cayman island diaries that you've had there well uh, let me yes well but it is authentic and i think these cayman island diaries that I even have too much production value because I, <laughs> because it is scary because I'm like, I'm making a story and it's so is about, it's almost too authentic because I, <laughs> you know, I'm like, can I just, 
can I be like kind of real, but not completely real on TikTok? Like, is that okay? Like, that's my subgenre of TikTok is like, I made little films. Yeah. But the, limit, the limitations were I was, I had this amazing dream job in the Cayman Islands, you know, two weeks in the hotel room with the most gorgeous view at a resort overlooking. So every morning I would go out and watch the guys like the pool guys refill the ice and get up, the, you know, put the towels so you, on the chairs. You truly could not. You had to quarantine for two weeks when you were there. Oh, yeah. They, so you, you can't like, leave the room. They knock on the door and leave your food outside the door. You don't see anyone. You cannot leave your room. Think It gets real wow. interior. If you thought like regular core was interior. Yeah. I just not leaving the room. It's like, okay, I'm going to go sit in that corner now. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, like I'm, a, it, was, it was wild. I'm going to bathe now. Like every tiny thing is a huge event. Is a moment. The, but I feel like you, cause one, well, two things that are really interesting to me is that when people hire you for this dream job in this uh, beautiful location, they're also gambling on your mental health, being able to sustain this two week <laughs> quarantine to be able to do the job afterwards. 1000%. And then you're, you, there is a weird bond because when yeah. I got out of quarantine, um, it just happened to be the day off. So the crew was, it, it was an independent movie and the crew was at a dinner and so when I showed up, you know, it was masks off. I was hugging people. It was yeah. very jarring and very, yeah, emotional. You know, once you make it through, the island is like COVID free. Right. But, but the thing about being in was when I kept seeing all the men down there one morning when he wasn't there at the same time, you know, I'm like, it's yeah. eight o'clock. I have my coffee. Like, where are you? <laughs> and so that's what started the TikTok of like, where's my boyfriend? But then the way I filmed it was like just me forlorn filming a stranger that didn't know I was filming them. Come to find out later, they were all on to me. I got really? one of my lunches a co- like a week into doing that. I got a Xerox, a Xerox, um, a photo of. You are on adult guys. TikTok. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It said, your boyfriends can't wait to meet you. And so, and the island is so small that everybody in the hotel, like, I thought I was just up there, Dan, I'm like, (laughs) I'm up here, like, just for myself. No one notices me. Meanwhile, everyone is watching this, like, slow decline or incline into madness. Yes. And then it was like, I couldn't not do it because everyone's like, what happened to your boyfriends? What happened to your boat? Because like every day I would film the same shot of the same boat, which is why it was funny to me. It's like that boat hasn't moved. And I'd be like, how's my boat today? Like so dumb, but it created this narrative where people are like, what happened to your boat? Like, Uh, (laughs) no, I, I was one of those people. I got into it. I The storyline, I feel like this is the movie within the movie that you were shooting <laughs> that I hope in some capacity they're able to funnel this <laughs> into whatever you were actually there to shoot. Um, well, speaking of other pandemic-related uh, art that blossoms from our, our brains, you have a comedy special that you have released in the pandemic. Talk to me about this. That is correct. I was getting ready to fil- fil- sh- uh, record, that's the mm-hmm. word, a comedy album in front mm-hmm. of a live audience right before the pandemic. So then when the so pandemic this was already started, planned. 
Yeah. And it got put on hold. And then, you know, during pandemic, I was coming up with all this new material, you know, kind of like being in the quarantine, just because I'm like in my brain and stuff was happening and uh, stuff with my name, just new stuff that I wouldn't have talked about other. Anyway, we decided to just film it in the garage with no audience. So it's a special, special. I mean, the audience was uh, a refrigerator, the Amazon truck (laughs) on the other side of the garage. And my dog drinking from the toilet bowl was the only audience. It was, it was a heckle, but I could handle it. I could (laughs) totally handle that guy. Yeah. Just hydrating to an uh, incredible degree. Uh, So, the or was the reason to produce and like put this out in the pandemic because you want to just like get jokes out there or is it kind of like a like let's just try it and see what happens uh, by the way i'm switching from looking at your box to like looking in not you the, the, the <laughs> i'm so sorry um to looking in my camera so i'm gonna try that for an eyeline for a little while of course. I, it was i had a lot of stuff that i needed to get off my chest it was for mm creative purposes. And also, you know, as you do with comedy to connect with people, because I was doing all these zoom shows. So at first, um, my writing partner and I were like, let's do the let's cause I was headlining for zoom, but you we were. couldn't okay, the zoom. So we just said, okay, let's do well, what's it. What's that? What's a zoom show? Like I've never experienced that for for you as the performer what is that like is it helpful is it strange is it all yeah, i was gonna say it's terrible but that's not fair <laughs> because it it's become its own genre now and it depends on who who's running it but mm-hmm. you have to have a certain amount of mics off mute so that you can hear people uh, because there are some where you don't see people and you don't hear people and you only see yourself. So that is the weirdest that makes doing comedy in my garage for my dog a breeze, you know, yeah, compared yeah, to yeah. Like some of these Zoom shows. So I just wanted to put it out there to to connect and, you know, laugh yeah. at the situation and and see if I could do it. It was really fun. Yeah, you're also very, you know transparent and you talk about your personal life a lot do you have like a a boundary i mean that sounds like it's as <laughs> do you have boundaries <laughs> that's not how i mean it but do you <laughs> have stuff that you use for comedy purposes and then things that you try to you know keep for yourself i guess that's just the long-winded way of going do you have boundaries <laughs> i hear you yeah i hear you and I see you, Grace Helbig. I see what you're saying. Thank you. Thank you. And I see that you see me and yes. you hear me and you see what I'm doing. Um, I would, in some ways, I definitely do use comedy as therapy. And I do, there are times where I put things in front of an audience that are personal to get the reaction. And I'm like, what better way than to say personal stuff? There's, it's, it's thrilling and it's pertinent and it means something and it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say the boundary for me, I like that. It seems like I, I have no boundaries because <laughs> the boundary for me is all the years I've been doing it. So I like to think that I, I know what to steer clear from. And I, and I want to pick certain things that do get to the heart of it mm-hmm. because that's my favorite stuff. I don't like when people are so presentational that you're like, where are you? Like, I don't, yeah. 
I like the crack and the stuff that's like actually going on with people. I'm, and I'm talking about stand-up comedy in particular. I don't like the jokes where it keeps you at an arm's length. I yeah. like that to a certain point, but you know, if I'm like 10, 12 minutes into somebody's stand-up act, I'm like, okay, where are you at? Like, what's yeah. going on with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense because it just feels more real. feels like you're watching a human being and not just like a Twitter feed human listing being. jokes. That's yeah. what we like. You have a son. Um, does he know what you do? Or and or is it like him. please don't. <laughs> does he well he he is he at the level of like a appreciating or is he at the level of like um I'm gonna pretend I don't care about this? He's a mixed bag because yeah. I remember a few years ago we had a babysitter and he's 12 now. Yeah. This was quite a few years ago. He so the babysitter told him that she was an actress and I just watched his face change. And he was like, <laughs> my mom's the actress. And it was like the <laughs> sweetest. And I just oh. pulled that little nugget in my heart because if you ask him, no, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't like, or, or like his sense of humor you know, I'm like, you're not funny. He's like, I poop my pants. Like I'm trying, I'm like, I'm trying to talk to you. Yeah. For real. Did you, can you hear me? I poop my pants, mom. I, that's, I'm making a joke. Don't you get it? You're the comedian. I'm like, we don't, we're not. Not there yet. We'll have to and talk I'll come about into his room. Structure. I'll be like, is that bussing? Hey, no cap. And he's like, you're not cool. You're not funny. You're not cool. Oh, that's what I mean. I'm like, can you use him as a resource for this uh, youthful kind of technology forward uh, generation? I mean, I've showed him my TikTok. He's like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't get the ones that you watch either. But I will Did say like, I know that like, I know it's going to come together someday. Like, I know he's like, the other day he went to go get a glass and he's like, there's no glasses. Why do you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a, that's a joke almost. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's incredibly sweet. Now, um, because you're in the social media world, uh, do you have any recommendations or do you find yourself following a certain type of like, I know in TikTok or I'm learning in TikTok that there are genres of it that you get exposed yeah, to. Yeah, wait, where are you at with TikTok, if you don't mind, real quick? I just started. Um, it is so intimidating to me. Yeah. And I think, like I said earlier, it's because I've thought of it as this like very precious thing. I also just feel like it's so saturated with like people doing extremely funny things that I could never think of that I yes. get very, I get very intimidated immediately by it that I'm like, what do I possibly have to offer this already wonderful platform of entertainment? So I'm, I'm learning to uh, take it less seriously, which is ridiculous. Yes. But... I relate to everything you're saying. And I think that's the, the phases of TikTok. You got to yeah. push through that and just yeah. jump in there. Also, do you, edit, it... do you edit your own TikToks? This is now yeah, a personal so conversation because I'm like, I am such a hard time editing on my phone. It is insane. I really enjoy, I think it's just like the most, once you get past the bump a bit, yeah. 
and just start figuring it out. It's so easy and so fun. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so just like, duh. Like when I've watched other people's and like, how'd they get that cool music on there? And then you realize (laughs) like, it's all just like one second. And it is hard to like whittle down and not try to make, because that's the fun of it too. It's only 15 seconds, but it's right. scary because sometimes it's like, what do you have to, there, there right. is so much all the time. Like I, I yeah. have, a, um, I've gone down the route of people in recovery, you know, mm. where they're, and they'll show their entire lives within 30 wow. seconds. And it's just mind blowing. And all of their messages are so real and so earnest or, you know, on the other side of the spectrum is like, look at my apartment, like organizing. Yeah. I like. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So are you into like the oddly satisfying kind of videos too? That just show you like p- ooh, sounds and, and oh, textures. Yeah. It's a little bit like a, a close up of a knife cutting a really thin slice of an apple and it just does it really, really well. And it's like, that's as far as I get into that weird genre of things. I'm not an ASMR person. Are you an ASMR person? No. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank God. No, uh, don't my do people. That. Stop <laughs> no. doing that. Yeah. Oh. It, it, uh, my shoulders are where I carry all my tension. So it does <laughs> not help me in that area at all. Um, okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I'm going to ask you some of the questions as every single guest that's on this podcast and, um, and get into a little bit of a new genre that we have created for ourselves this season. So we'll be right back with more, not too deep. Hi friends, Grace Helbig here from the podcast Not Too Deep, which you are currently listening to, hosted by me, Grace Helbig. Just wanted to say a couple of things. One, thank you so much for listening. And two, if you are enjoying yourself to such a degree that you'd love to leave us a um, review on the Apple Store, that would be so appreciated because again you are very appreciated for giving us your time your ears your attention whatever it may be uh and that was my couple of things now back to me me do you you do twitter as well right i do what do you think about twitter you know i've started to god it all goes back to tiktok i've started to take my tiktoks and use them for instagram and twitter Ah, okay. And then every once in a while, if I'm feeling something or I have like a good zinger, I'll put it, that's wordy. I'll put it on Twitter okay. or just a juicy thought, but I've yeah. kind of taken the pressure off of that too. Cause I remember mm-hmm. like years ago, it was like, Oh, I got to come up with funny tweets I and you really force that, you know? And as a comedian too, like, I would assume that you don't want to like burn out all your material on Twitter necessarily. Yeah. And I'm not that type of comedian where you gotta like, yeah, I need to be seen and (laughs) touched, you know, I can't just be like, here's my thing. I'm done talking. Like it's not. uh... Exactly. The, have you had any bizarre interactions with anyone in like Hollywood because of TikTok or anything? Like, where is this going? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Well, I just mean, in this new media world, has anyone reached out to you because of it that you was unexpected? No. Okay, so there's still time. I had a a friend I went to elementary school and middle school with, 
and high school with. <laughs> Is that all, your, all the schools? I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. All the schools, not preschool and not college. Uh-uh. But her son contacted me via TikTok, and that was a real wake up call. Her son contacted you. He's a performer and a singer. And he's like, hey, my mom says she knows you. And I'm like, I am still trying to make it. Like, don't contact me, 21-year-old. But it was really sweet. Oh, that's very sweet and very strange. The internet is beautiful and scary. Um, Okay, Marilyn, I'm going to ask you the two questions. I ask every single guest that is on the podcast. And if you've listened to episodes, you might already know these. But the first question is... Who, alive or dead, would you most like to throw cold spaghetti at? Okay. I may have uh, already thought of my answer. Great. I love it because sometimes this catches people off guard and I can tell they're very uncomfortable. And my whole thing is wanting to make people feel comfortable. So I I like that you're prepared. This is a plug for your podcast. I just listened to your Lisa Vanderpump podcast. And what a delight. Uh, uh, are you into reality television? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I actually just wa- I'm I'm starting with her stuff backwards. I watch <laughs> I'm watching her like talk her um, dinner party show first. But she was like spaghetti. Like it yeah. was just like cold. Like can it be a platter? You're like, of course it can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> she, I mean, also full disclosure, she might've been still drunk from the night before yeah. of opening up her new restaurant. So who knows exactly where her brain was at, but, then but her she answer was, was the best. She's like, yeah. can I throw a platter on other housewives? You're like, love, uh, of course. and you were like laughing. You're like, oh, of course you can Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted to hear, but I didn't want to put words in her mouth. So, yes. uh, so now that you've okay, thought so about in, this in anger, if I were to throw <laughs> the plate of spaghetti in anger, cause this is an interpretive question. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you my answers in anger. I'll throw it at Matt Gates because he is disgusting. Yeah. In frustration, oh. I would throw the plate of cold spaghetti on the general manager at the Lexus dealership. Because it's like, you did not give me a deal. You got me into a lease, into a high-end car that on a good day, I feel like a queen. And on a bad day, I'm like, can I afford this? Will I sign it with you again? Yes, I will. But um, yeah, those car like, people are sneaky. Ugh, they just, it's so glamorous. And then you're uh, like, it's just a car. Like, why right. did you do that? And, and also, then, you're just lying to me a lot. You're, li- you're lying to me. You're, li- you're, you're lying to me. Um, and in in enjoy i would throw a plate of spaghetti at my son because i think he would enjoy it and then he would throw it back on me i mean that's an opportunity for a really great tiktok right there uh (laughs) just no context at all (laughs) okay uh marilyn the other question i ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or like a bathroom emergency or close call but you can only use three words or three small phrases or a combination of those to tell the experience, mine, for example, college jogging front lawn. Um, have you worked through it by by bringing it up so many times? Because this is a, hard to go back there. Yeah, it's now become this weird like uh, myth in my brain of me going like, "Did this really happen, or have okay. I just concretized this to a point that it's like a story now?" I don't really remember the specifics. Also, I've had terrible 
bathroom emergencies since then. I'm 35 years old. And I'm like, I haven't had a pristine uh, gut <laughs> experience. So I don't know why I haven't Not updated all it. All right. Yeah. Mine uh, is, I hate to dig this one up, but it, it is uh, cantaloupe, roller skates, baseball diamond. <laughs> Anything on roller skates uh, is always going to be bad, uh, unless it's good. Anything that's not good on roller skates is just bad. Hey, here's one thing you can't skate away from. You can't skate fast enough. Oh, oh goodness. Well, no follow-up questions there. Uh, now we're going to get into this newish segment that we've started this season called Hot or Deep, uh, where... You can choose whether you would like to answer a deep question that we have uh, made for you, or you can give us a hot take on something. And we actually have some suggestions of hot takes. Okay. Um, so would you like a deep question or would you like to give us your hot take? What are your suggestions for hot takes? Okay, here's your hot take suggestion. And you can take this or you can leave it and go deep. Um, do you think parents should be friends with their kids? <laughs> <laughs> go on. What? What's your hot take on that? Do you think that they should be friends? Or would you like to a uh, answer a deep question? Uh, okay, I'll give a hot take on that. Uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> uh, do you consider yourself one? Do you consider yourself friends with your parents? And two, do you uh, because your son is now becoming a teenager? Are you right. trying to be is there consideration into being his friend versus his mom? I think I'm going to try to be his friends. Yeah. And that's all I do. And it doesn't work. <laughs> that's my hot take is that like, guess what? Perfect. Somebody has to keep this ship moving this, this lady so that's every day is like do this like i want to be the friend but i can yeah. never be the friend and i'm always uh it's i'm always it's always belaboring to me like oh you yeah, know yeah, yeah like we could have a good time if you would just <laughs> if you'd loosen up a little bit <laughs> and you got well you got yeah you loosen up if you would enjoy my humor but mm -hmm. you also to be my friend, you have to like do a load of dishes and take out the trash. And yeah. yeah. Like, to be my friend, you don't have food stuff under your bed and in your bed. Like <laughs> you're not you're not my friend, okay? Yeah. Is there is there a thing now where he's storing, you're finding things in his room, or is that a place that's off limits that you just let him live his life there? I I can't. I'm not going to let that happen. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sadly, I'm going in there and picking stuff up. I, it yeah. might get to the point. Check, yeah. check back in with me when I just like <laughs> let it rip. I mean, yeah. I, I leave a layer of his stuff. I'm not, you know, going yeah. through stuff, but you can't have no food in there for the old like for the actual, you know, uh, health and sanity and sanitary yeah. uh, purposes you. of your own home. I get it. I get it. I, I believe that you will be his friend someday. I have uh, high hopes for that. Thank you. It's like, flush the toilet. Why are you not? <laughs> okay, this is, I have grew up with only brothers. Uh, uh, older brothers, younger brothers. And the same thing, that they had never regarded flushing a toilet. And I just never understood, like, I still to this day cannot understand the 
like what they're possibly thinking about that's so distracting yeah. that they <laughs> so distracted all the time. Yeah. It's uh I have no idea what it is, but the the you know, preteen teen boy brain is thinking about lots of other things and not thinking about um, you know. It's like, wash your hair, wash your hair. Did you take the shower? Did you wash your hair? I'm like, what is happening? Uh, they, they will be forever confusing to me. Um, okay, we're going to take one last break. And when we get back, we have a couple questions that have been submitted to us by listeners and viewers that they would love some advice on if you are keen to give some advice to these um, very desperate human beings. Uh-oh. So <laughs> we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Let's see. Mary Lynn, we have some questions that have been submitted um, by some listeners and viewers that they would need some advice with. Um, And again, just a caveat that we're not professionals and this is not professional (laughs) advice. And so take it or leave it. Um, Okay. This is, uh, okay. Rachel has asked a few questions, but one of the main things is <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Rachel has a series of questions, but one of the questions, my advice is no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Uh, she's asking, she's uh, in the UK with things opening up in the UK again. How do I get over the battle in my brain of wanting to see people again and also having a newfound hyper awareness or anxiety of everyone around <laughs> slash near you? Rachel. Oh my god <laughs> well i wonder about this because like you were it, you had to heavily quarantine in a hotel room for two weeks and then was the feeling going out of the hotel room must have been like joyous and freedom and all of those things you know i think what she's describing first of all very well described yeah. using i know exactly what you're saying um which makes me think you're going to get through it fine because you're very aware of how you're feeling and the different, the transition from one place to another. But I, by the end of quarantine, I had all my routines. I only had to deal with myself. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time in my life where I felt what it must feel like to be agoraphobic because there, there is, there are those steps into the real world and it's, um, it, take your time, you know? Yeah, I, I'm kind of like going through that too. Like the idea that one, I've always worked from home. So I'm very introverted and I love, you know, having my space and, you know, all of that kind of certainty. Uh, and then the world being so wildly uncertain outside of it. But knowing that from my own mental health, like I do need to push myself to participate. And like you're saying, like just yeah. the a- awareness of that anxiety is like the... F- major step because so many people are probably unaware that they even have that kind of boundary built for themselves in some way. And I mean, I guess the, uh, the, the beauty of it is when you get so interior, you appreciate all, there is a lot of stimulus out in the world. And I think mm-hmm. we can get like, so desensitized to it. So I would say, take your time and enjoy it and take yeah. it slow, you know, and make sure you pick a favorite spot or a favorite person, you know, something that you really want to do. Hopefully like I got yeah. a jury duty, a letter for jury duty. I'm like, really? 
This is the second time during the pandemic. The first time I just wrote, like, I'm not available, pandemic. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? That's, uh... That seems incorrect to me. It does. And, you know, F you, man. You're just going to send me your standard form. I'm like, I don't see anywhere on here what you're doing for COVID or you're just going to be like business as usual. I don't think so. Yeah. Stick it to the man. (laughs) Uh, I also think what you're saying is like totally valid. The idea of just like small steps. Like even if one day you're like, let me just go to the coffee shop today and get a coffee and see what that's like and come home. And then let me go look at a store maybe and see what that's like and then come home and just take it little by little by little. Um, And enjoy and like hopefully enjoy how you're feeling and not have too much anxiety. Yeah. And know that you can always go home, but uh, because you've been home, (laughs) unlike Dorothy, you can always actually go home immediately. Uh, Okay. I thought this was interesting. Um, Someone is asking, Sarah's asking, "I'm I'm a high school English teacher. What is something that is not taught in school, but should be? Oh, gosh. So many things, right? <laughs> Life stuff. Uh, real history. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, how to do your taxes, how to balance yes. money. I think money's a big one. Yeah. Um, how to... Relationships, do... how to re- relate to people. Yes. Uh, how to relate to yourself. Uh, also, like, how to pump gas uh, is a major thing. Uh, in my mind, like how to take care of your car in general. That would be great. Taking (laughs) care of your car. Yeah. Uh, Or just like creating schedules of like how different appliances work, like laundry and stuff like that. Maybe this is all parenting that I'm just referring to. Maybe I need a nanny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. This is an interesting question. Um, So let me see if I can... So, uh, simplify this. Jane is asking, okay, uh, advice on compartmentalizing your family, or is that even possible? Uh, so she's got, she's a a Filipino culture. Family is everything. You romanticize it as a child. She's got long rows of cousins and aunts and uncles, um, and being in a never ending support bubble, but growing older, the bubble pops a little bit. You realize that adults aren't the superheroes you perceive them to be. Um, uh-huh. It's frustrating because in her family, uh, it's family is everything. What happens when the family that uh, doesn't exactly align with some of your beliefs and values? How do you compartmentalize that? This is really hard. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you are in a family where the culture of the family is, you know, a very tight knit thing, uh, I don't know if compartmentalization is like the right way to think about it. But you can also love your family and keep them at a distance that like keeps your own peace for yourself. Because there's a component to that, which is simply growing up, whether we Mm. have the close knit large family at all, and you make those choices as you go. And I do Mm. think there is, there does come a time if you are so inclined, like say, for example, the most popular one is like, you're going to have a mate and you're Mm going to have a family and there, you know, that mate will become the most important person, but it's going to like ebb and flow because there's going to be periods where you want the input about that person from your family. Um, 
but you've got to have your own, you've got to know where you want to go and, you know, what is happening along the way? Like what is appropriate for your family? You know, like if your family, you know, looking out for you, what angles of that are appropriate and not appropriate as you create the life that you want? Yeah, it's uh, it's easier said than done. But the idea of like, um, a fortune is a little bit on you. Like you have to create the boundaries for yourself. Uh, like you probably cannot change the way that these people see the world or exist, et cetera, et cetera. But you can still love them for the love that they give you and all of that. Um, and it's, it is so hard because you are, because we all, again, whether or not you have a big family, but it probably is just harder with a bigger family that's so close because yeah. they always want to see you as that, you know, 12 year old or, mm-hmm. but you have to like, it is on you to be like, no, I'm this. And here's how I think. And here's how I'm going to respond to that. And yeah, I'm going to, you know, leave now. I'm not going to stay for eight hours. You know, maybe I'm going to totally stay choose your battles. Hours. Yeah, I think and it's yeah, easier said than done. But like you knowing where your energy is best used, is it used arguing with a drunk uncle about things that he'll never like see eye to eye on? Or is it best right. used by, like you said, walking away after a few hours rather than staying the whole night for a situation right. and enjoying what you can and giving what you can and accepting yeah. what you can? Uh, I think that's great advice. Marilyn, this has been fantastic. We're reaching the end of the podcast. Um, but I want to know, like, and it's just, you've probably been asked this a billion times, what's coming up next? I know you're promoting your special now. Where can people get the special if they don't already know? It's on Vimeo right now. Oh, yeah. And it's it, the link is in my bio uh, just across my platform. My platforms, at, which is at MarilynRiceCub.com. No, at Maryland Rice Cub. There you go. Uh, any I, uh, plans for a potential future TikTok comedy special? What? How? I, in I've, second bits? I have no idea. I'm just throwing it in your corner that I feel like you could make this happen. Okay. <laughs> I will. Um, and where, I mean, where can one, uh, another question. Uh, how do you not have a podcast? Oh boy. I got it. You don't want (laughs) or I feel like you should. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say I admire what you do so much. It's amazing. (laughs) It ain't easy out there. Uh uh. Uh well where can like you said, uh people your handle's the same across all social media platforms? Yeah, find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, watch my special. I have some movies coming out on uh book. Well, I'll, I'll podcast you with you again. It's yeah. Not, not going to be out for a year. If you don't mind, I just invited myself. Great. We'll set the date up for 2022. Um, <laughs> b- before we wrap up completely, just for- have, like a doctor's appointment. Schedule it in advance. <laughs> exactly. Uh, before we wrap up completely, uh, for making time for us, we like to give our guests a little uh, personalized fortune or horoscope from us to you. And Melissa, just put it in the chat if you'd like to read your um, your horoscope out loud to everyone. I'd love to. Dear Cancer, Crab of the Stars, around the twenty sixth of this month, April. I don't know my glasses on. You may find yourself with a newfound crush if single. Yes. <laughs> Just maybe pack your own Subway sandwich this time so things don't come to a clash. <laughs> that. that was very yeah. helpful. 
Thank you. Of course. If you guys want to hear this insane Subway sandwich saga, you have to get her special. It is, wow, so sad. And so, so funny. Um, Marilyn, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for making time for us. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. And we'll, we'll see you uh, next year on another episode of Not yes. Too Deep. Okay, we'll see you then. Thank you guys for listening and watching. We'll see you next time on Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. It was Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. Music.